You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the big nights from both Patrick Williams and Kobe in yesterday's loss to the Denver Nuggets. We're also going to talk about the remaining preseason games left and what we want to see from the team work on before the regular season starts. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. But Pat, oh, before we get into that, I got to remind you guys, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Pat, man, the Bulls played uh, the Nuggets yesterday, and the Nuggets played their starters 20-plus minutes, whereas we ran with the starting lineup of Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Io DeSumo, uh, Torrey Craig, and Andre Drummond. Uh, you specifically had, like, really called people to step up in, in opportunities like this. Once they announced the starting lineup, I said, hey, Pat is either going to go off or he's going to give the man some props for whatever the performance was. They ends up with 20 points, 10 of those coming in the first quarter. How did you feel about Patrick Williams' performance yesterday, Pat? Listen, I, I, I love what I saw. I love the aggressiveness. Continue to do that. But the, the, the thing for me was the efficiency, the shots he was taking, how he was getting to his shot, right? Like he was, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't just being aggressive. Like I think a lot of people think when I say be aggressive, I mean, right, like just get downhill, push people out of the way and dunk on them. Like that'd be nice. But I, I don't think that that's who Patrick Williams is. So for me, it, it's about Kim P. Will get to his spot consistently and make a shot. You know what? I'm starting to see a shot develop that I think is more of his shot. That little step back side step that he does. Which uh, he stole from DeMar. It's we, a modern it's a it's a modification of something DeMar did. But yeah. DeMar. It's like yeah. <laughs> listen, it's get, facts. This get is a facts. little bit of aggression from DeMar, and I'll be real happy. But yeah, man, like I just I, I I like the efficiency that he's getting to a shot with. I like how aggressively he's trying to get he's he's not allowing when I say aggressive, I'm saying don't allow people to take your shot away from you. DeMar DeRozan. Everybody know what DeMar DeRozan's shot is. Everybody knows DeMar DeRozan is going to get to a spot, pump fake you 17 times, pull that shot in your face. You're going to foul him because you jumped, and then he's going to make it, right? But it's the aggressiveness that DeMar shows to get to his spot on a consistent basis. He doesn't let people stop him from getting to his spot. That's where I wanted to see P. Will get to. I saw that last night. With with uh, uh, Aaron Gordon and uh, uh, it's not Will Barton no more. What's the other one that they brought over there from Washington? Uh, I can't think of uh, K KCP, right? Oh, with Aaron Gordon and KCP switching on to him, a couple of really you know solid defenders at times, and, and Aaron Gordon really is a solid defender, mm -hmm. and and being able to still get to that shot, I loved what I saw from P. Will last night, and I'm gonna give him the praise when he deserves the praise. Eight for fourteen, three for five from the three point line. You deserve the praise. Let's see you continue with it. And I, this is to me, this game went perfectly with the conversation that we had about P. Will yeah. the day before because I got to look at you and say, 
Once again, is DeMar DeRozan in the way of this young man being this guy? Because we saw him get his minutes in more at the three than the four with Torrey Craig switching a little bit defensively. He switched on yeah. to Gordon, different things like that. But offensively, he was at that three spot. Is DeMar DeRozan in the way of P. Will being this guy on a consistent basis? I mean, you know, I've been one of the people the most that's, that fight against the – not necessarily saying he can't play the three, but I'm fine with him being at the four. I think the lateral quickness. But I'll say this. I would have preferred – if Michael Porter Jr. was in there, I think that would have been more telling on how P. Will can do at the three because we know that. But I will say, listen, for a night being at the three, yeah. offensively and defense, there was not a single play where I looked at it and said, hey, his lateral quickness would have got him caught up on it. He got caught on a couple pick and rolls. Yeah. The lateral quickness wasn't as glaring as I thought it would be with P. Will playing the three. So definitely props on that one. The one thing, right, I, we had two, we've we had two aggressive P. Will games in out of three preseason games so far. That's great. But one of the biggest signs of concern for me in this is we have seven total rebounds in three games for P. Will. How concerning is that part of the game to you? I mean, I think that just tells me who he is. He's not a okay. I, I Unfortunately, right, like I – and I think that's why he's best suited more at the three right now because I need my power forward to help rebound. I need my power forward at least to be down there around the rim, boxing out, doing things like that, right? Like Torrey Craig uh, last night had, what, four rebounds? In pretty much the same amount of time. I mean, listen, Andre Drummond was at it again, though, wasn't he, boy? I, I mean, but listen, it wasn't off his own. This was the one night where I can't say that it was Drummond off his own misses. He, 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 yeah, he really didn't try to take it right back up. He passed out. So shout out to Andre Drummond for correcting himself on that one. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but no, I just I, I think that that that's probably the most telling part of who P. Will is. Right. If he's going to be and I don't know what this is going to be during the regular season. Right. I know a lot of people look at this and say, well, that's because Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan aren't out there. It definitely makes a difference. Right. Mm -hmm. um, when when you don't have those guys taking shots away from you. But I mean, people didn't take a ton of shots. He took 14 shots. He was just very efficient with very them. efficient. And that's why I want to see him do more. Uh, and as far as rebounding the basketball. Right. Like. I, I just I don't think it's in his game. I, I know I mean, it sounds crazy to say he should be able to. It's like the biggest yeah. dude on the court, go grab the ball. But I mean, I think I, last night that's crazy. But rebound also is something that that is an aggressive aggressive base uh, stat. Like more times than not, you can be really smart and just guess the trajectory of a ball coming off the rim. Is that a pause? That may be a slight pause moment. Oh. <laughs> I'm allowing that. Nah, we got we, nah. we allowing that. All right, bet, bet. Just want to make sure. Um, but overall, like P will it we've seen a few games over his career when he has to be when he's actually used as a featured scorer, he does pretty well. Now the aggressions can be up and down, but I would say this this game gave me confidence in the sense that if there's a game where the defense is packing in against DeMar yeah. or Zach is being Zach or whatever it is that P. Will can step into that role and be so comfortably and his ability to stretch the floor. The one thing that I had a dynamic that having P. Will and Torrey Craig out there together showed me is when you have two players that are a threat to shoot the three at the three and four position, it opens up that floor a lot because we even saw Io get to the rim and do some work. And thank God for once, Io didn't miss bunnies at the rim as well. So Now, again, the, the one thing for me, though, that I do want to see, I need to see more guys pulling the three ball. I get it. Last night's a very different game, right? Dale and Terry yeah. literally can't shoot threes. Like I'm, bro, I'm it's shoot threes. Dale and Terry can't shoot, bro. And that's a big concern. Forget just the threes. Dale and Terry, that's a whole different. We we have to have that episode. We like, is he is he bad? 
<laughs> we we uh, you know, that may be that the between the end of preseason and start of the regular season, we're gonna have to like uh, fully evaluate those five games from Dalen Terry because I tell you what, I'm not one of those people who are gonna say he's a bust yet, but it's trending in that direction, bro. It's 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 not good right now, bro. It's not good. 21 years old, he didn't play a ton of minutes last year, but I know people are gonna throw those caveats. But have you seen? Not you. I know your opinion, but you have to ask yourself, what have you seen from Dalen Terry that says he should be getting minutes? I haven't seen a lot. Listen, and here's here's the worst part about with Terry to me. Uh, Julian Phillips has not played. Passed him up already. He's not playing great either. Yeah, he's not, but he's he's more decisive out there. Great, but he's just like, the things that he's doing, I'm like, I would rather see that than... Whatever Dalen's doing right now. Listen, Julian Phillips is playing like a rookie who is his first preseason. The issue is that Dalen Terry is also playing like a rookie. That is his first preseason. While it's his second, he also had a full G League season last year and two full summer leagues. And he just doesn't seem like anything on his game other than the shot release being quicker. But it don't matter how quick it is if you can't hit nothing. You can have the quickest shot release in the league. If you can't hit nothing with it, it don't matter. Yeah, it, it was it – was... That was that was bad overall. I'm not gonna lie to you, and it, it it just comes down to right like to me. Even with P. Will giving you this kind of game, I think P. Will ends up getting more minutes with that bench unit as well because you can leave him out there as a solid defender and a scorer. Mm-hmm. Where are your minutes for Dalen Terry? Like Dalen Terry got 18 minutes. That might be the most minutes we ever see Dalen Terry play. Like where are the minutes gonna come from? You got your starting five. Your bench unit's going to be Io uh, at times. Kobe White, Javon Carter. Uh, um, Unalab got a little time. We got to figure out what what Unalab is out here. Well, I uh, I th- I think ultimately they want to allow Unalab a, a chance to uh, adapt at the G League level. But to touch on your IO point real quick, IO's given us everything we theoretically thought we wanted from Dalen. Yeah, yeah, and listen, made some open layups last night. Made a lot of open lane. One on Jokic. He got Jokic got switched on Io, and I was like, oh, here we go. And Io confidently took it to the rim, was like, hey man, I ain't worried about who you are. Hey, I I, I that was it was so crazy to watch that last night. Just like, are we really watching like the world champions not play their starters, but or or play their, play starters, their starters not playing ours? Like they, they played it like it was a playoff game, bro. Like, that was crazy. Uh, but next up, we're going to talk about the night that Kobe White had because he had another big night for the Chicago Bulls. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about our sponsor, and that is Game Time. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show you the total upfront so you know what you're, you that you know that you're getting a great deal without hitting fees. Buy the tickets in seconds with just two taps. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game time deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after the event start. It's the place for to find last-minute deals. Uh, find exclusive flash deals and, and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Turn apply again create an account and redeem code locked on nba for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey bro we got to make a quick pivot here because uh we got some breaking news that we don't have to go in depth for it 
Devontae Green to sign with the Warriors. No, that's crazy. Oh, man, shout out to Javante, bro. I really thought if anybody, especially with Carly Jones' performance, they should have waved Carly and bring Javante back. But shout out to Javante for getting them checks, bro. I love He must have ju- just cleared a physical today. Had to, bro. Had to. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I, and, and I, th- I think the thing is, um, you know, they, you can't come into this season. You hope Julian Phillips is Javante. Yeah. Right? Like, that's yeah. really what it is. You hope that one of these young guys that you went out and got is Javante. I love Javante, but you can't keep putting out a six four power forward, bro. Like we see the, the thing is though is that to me, this would be the season where you don't have to worry about him playing power forward. Like theoretically, the Bulls would have signed him. He would have been able to play some some minutes at the three, the two and the three. But hey, does that um, mean uh, Carleek uh, shoe in to make this team? No, it can't be. Please get Carleek off my team. What's the what's the Carleek shade, bro? What's the Carleek? This plays the shade. Like, what do you mean? Like, his performance <laughs> is the shade. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Quentin Jackson. Quentin. Jackson. He got cut today too. <laughs> bro, Muzz had a real debate with me on Twitter. Said, bro, did you not watch Quentin Jackson's minutes, bro? This man was dominating. I said he dunked on two people. Like, yeah, like I mean, what what well do you want me to go to that has black dudes that can dunk on people? Like. Oh man, that's funny, bro. That's funny. Yeah, I just want to want to get your reaction on that because uh, that was your boy, man. That was your boy. And and listen, if you were gonna go from one city to another where you could wear sweatsuits and sell mixtapes, wait, car, you said Wizards. I don't know if you missed that. He's actually signed with the Warriors. Did I say Wizards? Yeah, you said unless I just heard it wrong. I'm old oh, too. Oh, I thought too. I said Warriors. I thought I said Warriors. Yeah, yeah Warriors. That's crazy. Yeah, man, Javante Green heading to the uh, the Golden State Warriors, where uh, he will still be able to wear sweatsuits and sell mixtapes out the back of his car. Listen, that that is actually a really good signing for them. I that's I I thought Wizards. I may have misheard you. That's a that's a solid signing for them. That no, he's one of those guys like when Draymond's tired, go be Draymond. Yeah. I'm not mad at that, man. I'm not mad at that. I hope he gets it. says here, just to quickly, uh, uh, per Slater, uh, Javante Green is expected to open up the 2023-24 season in the G League. Oh, I don't want to see that. So that means that they aren't quite confident in that knee either. Dang, I didn't expect that for Javante. I hate hate that the injury really took it away from his game. Yeah. Dang, that sucks. All right, man. Anyway, Uh, anyway. Kobe White's night, bro. Scoring 20 points as well last night, being that starting point guard. Kobe has been on a standard uh, uh, upwards trajectory, really with the confidence. You can tell that Kobe White is a confident player. The one thing that I that I saw in Kobe last night, you can tell me if you agree or not, it was a couple of times where Jamal Murray put some good defense on him. Uh, I almost said something different. That would have been a pause, but uh, <laughs> thank God for my brain correcting that for me mid-talk mid there. Um, but then he adapted, and it's like Kobe realized at one point, like, I have a quicker first step than, than Murray, and then I'm going to step back to create some space, and I'm going to take these middies. Really, really solid performance from Kobe. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I 
said this a couple of times on here. I remember talking with a former player who played back in the 80s, and I asked him, what did you guys work on in the, you know, during the season? And the thing that he told me was the next game. Kobe White, the last two off-seasons, has had an opportunity to be healthy, which has allowed him to work on his game. He spent time with Dribble Too Much. He spent time with uh, – uh, who was he with last season? The Dribble Too Much was this year. Last year he was with somebody different uh, training him in the off-season, mm -hmm. I think. Or maybe it was Dribble Too Much again. I don't know. I think it was Dribble Too Much. And Chris Paul. He spent some time with Chris Paul. But, but yeah. you know, and, and of course Chris Paul, right? But um, you see the growth in those two years. And I love that Kobe has persevered through this. Remember, Kobe White started here the day he showed up and then, you know, kind of just slowly fell off. We realized he was more of a scoring point guard. He wasn't the facilitator that we needed. Kobe White, to me, the growth that he's shown over the last two years, not only just as a scorer, right, because I think the fact that he's scoring the ball efficiently, he's not scared to take that shot uh, at all, but how he's attacking the basket more, how he's looking to facilitate the basketball more. Like I look at Kobe White's game and how it's grown, and and I, I'm I'm impressed uh, uh, by him. And y'all know where I was at last year. Clap it up, pissed me off to no end. But uh, I I have to sit there and and give props to Kobe White on the player that he is turning himself into. Uh, and I think that I mean at this point. The Bulls have pretty much told us who this is not an open competition anymore, is it? Like he's the starting point guard. Yeah, I mean something drastic. I think would have to happen because, and, but just because he starts, he may not hold on to it. We've seen that before, with Billy Donovan. But he absolutely, to me, there's been nothing in this game to tell me why he shouldn't be the starting point guard. Right. The only thing that you could say is maybe, hey, he's scoring so well right now. Maybe we need that scoring coming off the bench. But even then, uh, uh, Javon Carter's three point trailing three pointer that that in transition is going to be a weapon for this bench unit so and i like the chemistry that's building with the bench unit too being a really good defensive bench unit you leave one of your scorers in there with them i think everything works out bro i think kobe kobe has won that competition to be the starting point I, I, I don't know if i said this last time we talked about him but the one thing that i think i maybe i just forgot about kobe is kobe literally is one of the fastest players in the nba he's so quick yeah getting to the bucket bro like I, I I don't know if, like, I just forgot, but, like, how he was forcing guys to basically now with a better handle where the ball seems like it's more on a string, when he does that little left-right uh, uh, into a step back and then goes back up and blows right, I'm like, I forgot you had that in your game, sir. Yeah. Like, that's uh, – it's good to see not when it's not getting dribbled off of your, your leg or your ankle, you know what I mean, but uh, – you know, I just I, I'm impressed with the growth that we've seen from him and the confidence we've seen from him. And, and Kobe said it himself um, during training camp. Right. Consistency. The number one thing that he has to fix has to be the consistency, consistency on the offensive side, consistency on the defensive side. Um, you're not going to knock down shots all the time, but if you can consistently bring me that threat of a guy that can get to the bucket, a threat of a guy that can shoot the three. That opens things up for DeMar and Zach. I like what I'm seeing there. Yep, yep, and I like also his recognition on how to get players the ball. Like, that, that is one of the benefits of continuity. You can tell that Kobe understands the player ladies out there on the court with how, like, he fed Drum on a couple of plays. Now, Drum didn't convert, but, like, he threaded the needle on some passes. So Kobe's just showing a better understanding, and everything is coming together for him. And Kobe is on pace to have quite a big season for the Chicago Bulls, bro. Definitely why, excited to see it. That's why I said, right, like, this season, not granted, it's preseason. Yes, they were playing against the starters, which does make a difference. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's preseason. 
at the end of the day, when the games really start to matter, when things really start heating up, uh, what do you really have? But if you come into this season and you win 44, 45 games, right, that's not a big jump in the win total as far as, you know, being going from, I guess, last year that would have been a 10th seed. Maybe that gets you up to seven, right? You still yeah. play it. But it's because Kobe White and Patrick Williams have taken a step. That's a win. You feel completely different heading into next season. You feel like, okay, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's a future. Maybe there's – it doesn't end when DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic get too old to go out there and play the game. Although Vooch, I don't think Vooch will ever – I don't think either of their games ever could get too old. They have it game. Yeah, listen, Vooch don't jump. Like, it's, it's cool. Like, I, I – No, Vooch, Vooch jump, but when Vooch jump, you're going to get the pelvic thrust after on that dunk. That's what you're going to get. Bro, that, it's bro. so funny, bro. Every single time, that's hilarious. <laughs> Bro, Vooch, every now and then, he just come down the lane, lift off, and two-hand yam that money. He'd be like, and everybody be surprised because they'd be like, Vooch decided to jump today. Bro, so Catch somebody off guard every year. Wasn't it Julius Randle last year that he yep. guard? Actually, I think it's been Julius. I th- wait, I think, but I also think, didn't he catch Porzingis, too, in the game? I think he caught Porzingis in one. Yeah, yeah he, he, Vooch would catch you off guard, bro, because you'd be like, man, he ain't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he just stroke after that? What was that? What was that part? Bro? What was and then he makes the face when he does it too, where it's like, yeah, like he, he's telling you, I'm violating you right now. It's done. Like, you know what this is. Take it. Go ahead with your ad read, Brody. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I have one of those, bro. I think I clicked off. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Uh, hey, we do want to let you guys know as well. This show is brought to you by Better Help. Uh, listen, as somebody who uh, has gone through a lot of things in life, therapy. It's one of those things that uh, you don't think that you need, and a lot of times as men, we definitely do. You ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Let me tell you, yes, especially as content creators that do as much as we do, we feel that a lot of times. Uh, For me, I have benefited from not only therapy, but better help because uh, I'm not somebody who's going to just get up and every day go to the doctor's office and say, I need help. Uh, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient and flexible, suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That is facts because the first person that I got, it wasn't really, eh, it was okay, they was cool people. But uh, I felt like they weren't the right person for me. I switched. There was no hard feelings, no issues with it. And it was very, very simple. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp.com. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. All right, Pat. Last time I did it, the Bears. The Bulls have uh, two preseason games left. I mean, I, the Bears still are playing like they're in preseason, but that's a story for a different day. Um, we got the Toronto Raptors, the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves left on the schedule, all going down Tuesday and Thursday this week. How do you want to see the Bulls finish the preseason off? You want to see more starters, more of that 10-man rotation we're going to see during the season? You want to see more of the young guys trying to make the Windy City Bulls? What are, you, what are your expectations for the last two preseason games? Um, you know what? I would love to see. I think we do need to get some some Zach Levine, some DeMar DeRozan or Vooch in there, uh, especially in a Toronto game, just because I don't want them to have any joy in their lives. Um, terrible fan base, terrible fan base, one of the worst in, in, in sports history. It's crazy. Um, 
But what I do want to see realistically is figuring out how you're rounding out the rest of this bench, how you're rounding out the rest of this roster. I think with continuity, you feel a little bit better about that because we're coming back with a lot of the same names. But who's the young guy that is really going to win a legit spot on this team? Is that going to be Julian Phillips? I would love to see a game where we let Julian Phillips kind of just go out there and actually have an opportunity to be one of the scoring focal points uh, in this thing. Daylon Terry's had it for two, and he's shot terribly in both of them. So, uh, you know, I, I I know what Adama Sanago is. I don't think he's going to make the team on a uh, – like he's going to be playing with the team regularly. But, man, when I see him out there, like, doing that little smack the ball off of the glass to, to rebound it just to mess up the timing of the jump, I like the intelligence on him. And, of course, the uh, the 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 Unerlop bit him uh, or Batim. I got to change my whole brain on that. I swear. Somebody corrected me though, and then said it actually is Batim, and that it's not Batim. Like, so I, I I don't know, bro. Adam like, Amin don't mess up a lot, huh? Adam Amin don't mess up a lot. We haven't seen Adam Amin all preseason. He hasn't called one game this preseason. What has it been? Oh, it's been Benetti. Yeah, and then we have Maggetti out there a game. So I look until I hear him say it, I'm gonna say it how I say it. Whatever, however it comes out that day, that's what y'all got. That's all I can say. Uh but uh listen, I would like to see, I just want to see Billy Donovan go out there and say, Carly, go and show me why you deserve a roster spot so we can go ahead and get him cut. Like it's just <laughs> I, I, don't do that. No, all jokes aside though, I think I, I, I want I think that game against Toronto, considering how we've they we they've given us matchup problems before. I think that'll be a good game to really get, go go hard with your uh your your ten man rotation. Figure that out. Let them get a tune up game. Yeah. Let them take Thursday off. Go go all young players Thursday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But that, I really do want to see like another game of mainly just that 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 ten man rotation playing probably the first three quarters just so we can have that tune up game and get everybody ready to go before. Cause listen, we hit the ground running. The regular season starts next week, bro. We are eight days away from regular season, Chicago bulls basketball. And we got three games opening week. We got uh, the thunder on that Wednesday, the Raptors again that Friday. And then the Pistons that Saturday, bro, we are hitting the ground running. Yeah, We got straight. I mean, like it, it, you, you come out with a, you got to go out there and, and get some dubs. And, and I think the schedule even favors the Bulls a little bit. So yeah. you want, I, I want to see them ready to go. I don't want to see them. I think that OKC game uh, would get you feeling like you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, Talented young team. Go out there and, and compete with Shea, who, I mean, listen, that's an, that's an MVP candidate right there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and what is Chet Holmgren going to be? You know what I mean, like there's there's so many pieces on that team that you look at. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Chet Chet surprised me. I thought he was not going to be good. I was like, y'all not going to bring these little 120 pound centers in here and tell me that they're going to be phenomenal. Chet looked pretty good. I'm not, hey, bro. Sometimes it's not even just about the the athleticism. This is just about basketball IQ and being physical. And I tell you what, Chet surprised me too because. I thought the moment Chet tried to be physical in the NBA, his his just leg was going to shatter. It kind of, it kind of did. Yeah, kind of did. But hopefully, uh, hopefully yeah. we don't we don't have that uh, too often with Chet. But no, nah, man, sure. I think you to me, if you're the Bulls, and it's crazy to say, but if you really want to make this work, you can't have the mindset that everyone else has. Facts. You can't have the we'll start playing towards the playoffs. You have Facts. to and listen, is it gonna cut your playoff run maybe a little bit shorter because maybe a little more tired, whatever it is? Maybe, but you have to come out early in the season and establish who you are because winning just makes things easier. 
Facts. And we'll talk about that more once, you know, the preseason ends. We'll have a season preview. That's a great topic for that um, because I agree with you. I think the, the Bulls have to set the tone early in this season. And if they don't, not to say that they can't, you know, establish that over the course of a season, but I really, to make this season feel different and to make this, you know, feel like a team that's really making a valiant effort and push to avoid the playing to make the playoffs, I want to see that tone set early. I want to see a standard of play set early. And I want to see this team take pride in closing out games. That's what I want to see from this team for sure this season. 100%, man. Absolutely 100%. But, uh, hey, follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. I'm tired. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as soon the Series XM app. So make sure you guys go and check us out on that as well. For Pat, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, man. We out of here. Peace, y'all. Peace.